This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. Let's talk trends. You know, as PR professionals, we have to stay on top of what's happening in our industry. There's always this feeling of the sky is falling, the sky is falling, media is dying. And we know that's not true, but it is changing. And we have to stay on top of what's happening so we can help our clients navigate and be essential to them and bring that value. And yes, I know it's harder to connect with media these days. It is. Um, you're feeling it, we're all feeling it. And it's always been out of our hands. That's just the nature of PR, right? You wanna create a process and put it in place so that you can just do like A, B, C, and that equals press placement. But the missing piece is that those decisions are out of our hands. There's only so much we can do, and that's frustrating for a lot of PR pros. So we're trying to even the playing field as much as possible by giving you access to the rules of the game and what's important now, okay? And that's, you know, why we're here and why it's relevant that I share that we still run an agency. I still represent clients. All of this is relevant because we are living it. And so we want to know what's happening in the industry. When you're growing and scaling an agency, you have to um, be able to navigate these changes and bring your clients along for the ride and make sure they know that you're holding their hand and that you're taking them into the new year and into the future with your services, um, understanding the rules of the game and helping them navigate how to play it. You have to steer your clients in the right direction and um, you know overall approach to PR and marketing your recommendations. You've got to keep your finger on the pulse because that is how you become an essential member of your client's team and you win at the game. So we're gonna talk about sort of what's um, out of date, um, what's up and coming, you know, what's hot right now in the world of PR. I will, I will say number 10 is my hottest tip. <laughs> um, so you have to stick around if you want to hear it. We're going to just dive right in. So um, trend number one is simplified brand messaging, and that will resonate more with media and with customers. So we know that everybody's attention spans are shrinking, and thank you for you know dialing into this discussion. Um, we know that messaging has to be concise and pack a punch to keep up. So any kind of lengthy copy that goes in depth about all of the brand's qualities, all of that is out. Short, punchy brand stories, that is in. Don't skimp on the value that you're sharing in favor of being concise. You wanna to get to the root of why your client is so important and focus on communicating that. And then all of the fluff can just ditch it. Short. <clears throat> sweet to the point point. Um, and shorter messages are perfect for social um, it can be carried across all the various platforms and help kind of connect with your target audience wherever you are 
but it goes for your pitches. So you can convey your client's brand message through images or videos if they have that. If you do have a video or your client has like a little brand video, 60 seconds, make sure they have captions because we know a lot of people are looking at content on their phone and they're reading instead of listening. They have audio off. Um, keep things short and sweet and then make sure you have an attention grabbing subject line, something that's unique that can show value and um, you know share the value of your client's product or expertise. Um, and again, we have in-depth training on this, like nine um, weeks worth of training around how to pitch and connect with the media plus master classes and resources and all the training and um, timely relevant topical pitch angles in our monthly execution plans inside the pitch lab so um just inexpensive really good resource for you here but i mentioned that because we also talk about how to craft a compelling subject line and just to summarize here you don't have to summarize the entire body of the email you don't have to create something that's like encapsulating everything you said in one it can just be enough to get them to open it that's it just you know open this message they know what it is they can search and find it inside the pitch lab one of our um, modules is around creating subjects that will get people to open and respond so that's one less is more short and sweet compelling communicate value but keep the fluff elsewhere like i don't know where you're putting off fluff but don't put it here um trend number two is artificial intelligence and technology they're changing the media landscape um, and events. So AI, we say it's the future, but it's actually here, it's now. So many media events are virtual. Um, you know, you can kind of use AI to do a bunch of different things. Automate tedious tasks, you can proofread your pitches. The AI, Grammarly and things like that are a good kind of um, second set of eyes and a really good way to um, proof something, you know, in addition to what you already are paying attention to detail on. So yes, Grammarly is great, but trust your own eyes because it doesn't always get it right. Um, tech is pretty fresh still, but it's evolving really fast and the possibilities are endless. So we don't know what we're going to be able to do with the help of AI in a few years, but brands have already caught on to this. And, um, there's this whole kind of metaverse craze with virtual reality kind of staking their claim in the media landscape. So expect brands to start launching events, experiences, and shopping opportunities in virtual worlds over the coming months and check into it. You know, look, look online and see what's out there. And what I've always done in my 17 plus years of running my business is try to stay ahead of what's going on at a minimum you want to be able to discuss it intelligently if you're not going to check into it as a service that you're offering that's fine but learn about it and be able to advise your clients in some way or have a conversation it's the worst when you get caught off guard and the client's like what do you think of a virtual event and you're like i don't know what you're talking about and then you look like you're not dialed in so at a minimum, look into it and you can even work with your clients to bring these unique and futuristic experiences to their brand profile and start strategizing pitches around them. 
data-driven pitches, search volume, that's gonna be really important. So keep that in mind. Um, trend three is mission-based and value-based brand um, storytelling is gonna be very important. So um, we know 2020 was a huge turning point for our industry and for um, brands and diversity and inclusion has always been important but it became more on people's radar which is good and it's a massive priority and we have seen companies a lot of companies increase their commitment to diversity inclusiveness and uh you know de and i training and awareness over and implementation let's say over the following years since 2020 but in the new year the focus is going to continue to be on mission and value-based storytelling and initiatives um people want to support this is the the it's value alignment for people to support and uh shop and buy products from brands that align with their values and they wanna see those values in action. The days of performative allyship, they're over. You have to actually um, take action on what you say you're doing. It has to be reflected at a core level in the company. And you wanna guide your clients through that. You definitely wanna make sure that they are not putting anything out on social that's just a meme with nothing behind it that they actually have real progress and change happening within their organizations. Um, they have a diverse, you know, a diverse executive level uh, team and that people are accountable, brands are accountable and they're following through, that your clients are actually following through. This is the big thing. It's like everybody jumped on the bandwagon and talked about it but what are they actually doing and how are they keeping it up? So socially aware storytelling, it's gonna be paramount for PR pros crafting pitches and strategizing press plans. So you wanna communicate the, client, the value of your client's products, but also the value of their behind the scenes actions like sustainability, philanthropy, and social justice. That's what's gonna be relevant, you know, moving through the new year, which is great because we don't want to see a movement gaining speed and then just, you know, people are like, okay, that's done. No, this is like, it's here to stay and companies are actually following through and you need to ensure your clients are not putting something out there and then having it be performative or just sort of like, you know, no um, substance behind it. Um, okay, so trend number four we have to be flexible in pitching um, as PR pros. And honestly, I know that is nothing new. Our entire job is to be flexible and adaptable. But in the new year, we'll have to work on thinking ahead with our pitches. We have seen the past few years the importance of being able to pivot <clears throat> and to completely overhaul your strategy at a moment's notice. So we know that we as PR pros have to be you know, reactive, not reactive, but flexible and things lately are getting busier we're gonna have to work ahead we're gonna have to plan like a plan b as we're building plan a 
it's just like a contingency. You know, it might be prepping multiple pitch angles. It could be keeping an eye on current events that could impact your clients and their industry. It could be putting a campaign on hold because of supply chain issues. You know, you want to keep brainstorming different ideas with your team so you can be ready to go if there's something inevitable that happens you always have to be ready to put a new plan in place and to put your clients best foot forward in your pitches so create a press plan you manage these editorial calendars you're staying on top of holidays trends that's why the pitch lab is really helpful because we put all of that for you together in these monthly execution plans and that'll help you craft these timely and targeted pitch angles with ease you know we have strategy in there and we also have these master classes with guest experts and we help you navigate these changes but um that is uh something that is pr pros we're always nimble we're always on top of things but it has become an even more important skill to be flexible and um you know it's not going anywhere uh, trend num number five is staying aware of global events and using that to help foster success by prioritizing empathy. But you need to have your finger on the pulse of news in your niche, but in the upcoming year and beyond, be plugged into global news and events. And you have to make sure that all communications and copy and pitch angles are socially aware and they take the state of the world into account. And any sort of one single poorly timed social post can cause a PR crisis. Um, and empathy is extremely important to today's consumers. Nobody wants to support a brand that shows little to no regard for what's happening in the world. So help your clients navigate this and be mindful of global news, any trends, whether that's a natural disaster, an international conflict, economic downturn, it's all very heavy, you know, and I'm not here to be Debbie Downer, but it's our job to stay on top of what's going on and help our clients navigate it so that they show empathy as a brand and they're not operating in some, you know, bubble, but there is still a place to be pitching your clients products. Um, so that was five, staying aware of global events and prioritizing empathy, helping your clients through that. And number six is exclusives. This is more prevalent. There's so much content. I don't believe it when people say there's no, you know, opportunity for earned media. There absolutely is. Everything's shifting to digital, which means that there are more opportunities and embargoes are sort of dead and done I haven't really done one in a long time, but journalists and editors, they don't want to write stories under embargo because they know that means that you're pitching the same story to everyone. They want to deliver premium, exclusive, unique content to their subscribers. Um, they want people to click through. It's all about clicks and they want to deliver content that they're not seeing anywhere else. So they don't want a dozen other outlets running the same type of content the same day. So instead, these exclusives are gonna reign supreme in the new year moving forward. So something that has true value for subscriber-focused editors. 
If you offer an exclusive, the journalist can spend more time, more resources, fleshing out a rich and detailed narrative so their readers have something that they're getting there they can't find anywhere else. And they'll know that they're going to be the first to report on your news because it's an exclusive for maybe a limited period of time. And they'll work really hard to make that article the go-to source and other journalists will refer to that. And we know also that that helps them convert new subscribers. Like if there's something that they can't get anywhere else and someone wants to read it, they'll subscribe to get access to that piece. So if you offer a really good exclusive, it has value for them too. And then that also is a really good way to build a mutually beneficial relationship with a new um, media contact in your niche, somebody you really wanna work with over time. And it could give you um, kind of an opening for that client and other clients in the future. So we love exclusives when you can offer them. And part of the strategy, I'm gonna go back to that data-driven piece. Um, I'd love for you to be able to work in some um, data that you're able to glean on Google in terms of search volume of certain terms. So if you find that there's high search volume and a low results coming up for topics related to that search and you find the sweet spot don't share that with every single publication because now they're all fighting to fill in that gap you can go to somebody with an exclusive on that little tidbit and say i noticed that there's a high search volume for you know uh lactose free coffee recommendations and not a lot of uh, results coming up and my client fills in that gap for you so keep that in mind number six was exclusives and um, use that to help create really good meaningful mutually beneficial relationships with key journalists that you want to work with long term number seven is in-person events and in-person events are going to return at a higher level so networking events um, pop-ups trade shows conferences they're coming back people are going to trade shows you know it's been a long time coming people want to get together um, possibilities are endless and all of these experiences can be leveraged to get the word out about your clients and about your agency so work with your clients to bring in-person events back into their plans and i don't love creating events but if our client wants an event, we will pack the room with the right people and we'll hire a team to execute and we'll pitch it to the media. So we'll do all the media relations and all the inviting and, and all of that, but somebody else will do the execution. Please promise me, every one of you, you will not do an event for a client for no additional fee. I'm talking about the actual planning pitching the media, inviting them to come, all the stuff that you would do around an event is not part of a normal PR plan unless they talked about it in the proposal and they said we want an event. That's extra. That is a lot of work and that is not just sort of part of a retainer. Promise me. Because a lot of newer agencies, a lot of newer PR professionals on their own are like, well, I guess I you know that's part of it that's a lot of extra work and that is not just you know part of the basic retainer at least it isn't for me and it shouldn't be for you number eight is the journalist role is shifting
shifting significantly, which means that pitches need to be even more tailored. Okay, so there's this whole like thing all working together. So 2021, 22 brought us the great resignation. Journalists, no stranger to this phenomenon. Many of them have been laid off or not promoted, leaving newsrooms for freelance or doing total career pivots. Some are having to write for multiple publications. We actually love when we connect with freelancers writing for multiple publications because it usually works out to our advantage. Um, uh, some are um, staying that are still there in the new newsrooms and they're picking up the slack with overtime hours, new beats. There's a ton of extra responsibility. Editors, they're under constant pressure to write stories that are going to generate revenue. It's the balance between writing content, it's infotainment, it's gonna generate revenue and still maintain their credibility. They can't just post stuff all the time that's just like, buy this, buy this, buy this. And it's really important to journalists, journalistic integrity. They have to believe in what they're saying. So you have to be empathetic to their new reality. They're not just getting to write content they're passionate about, like the days of yore, right? Um, they have to generate revenue to get to stay in their jobs. And um, they're picking up the slack for a lot of other members that have moved on, all of that. So knowing what they're going through industry-wide will help you better tailor your pitches. So demonstrate that you respect their energy, their time by only sending relevant pitches. The review process and triage of delete, 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 two seconds and you're done and you're out of their inbox. So you want to keep your pitches targeted, very tailored and targeted. Do not spray and pray. It is such a lazy PR strategy, but that's even more important now because these people are like, when they share with us how many emails are in their inbox every day, they're looking, they're quickly scanning. Maybe they have an idea for something later on. They're putting it somewhere. You have to tailor your pitches so that you can uh, create a vibrant, rich pitch that is going to connect and resonate with them so that you are being um, helpful and adding value. It's This is the core of what we do as a PR professional, but this is even more important now because if you think about the recipient of those pitches, the volume of pitches, the volume of responsibilities they have, and it's no longer about finding interesting stories. It's about data-driven features that are going to convert and generate revenue, and they've almost become commerce editors. So give them something that is really targeted, that's very clear you're not sending it to 150 people with the same generic pitch. It's a total waste of everyone's time and it's a waste of your client's money. And honestly, it's lazy Lazy, and our community doesn't do that. And we certainly don't teach those strategies. So <coughs> you wanna be tailored, targeted pitches, be respectful of their attention and their time. Trend number nine is um, media research and relationship building is going to be essential especially with these big changes coming. So you want to research your media list, hours and hours and hours of research sometimes, um, 
but once you build that then it's just updating it and keeping it fresh um so it's worth it in the long run and at the end of doing all of this you're going to have a really specific target media list that you can use to boost your outreach spark connections with editors and journalists and it should include contacts who are going to find your clients content and their product products engaging exciting relevant with their typical coverage so go through publications in your niche see who's already covered what um and then you want to do it all over again spot any connections maybe you missed um you definitely don't want to be pitching the same story to journalists that they've already covered but like a new take on it or whatever i want you to focus on building these lists because now you're going to go in depth and create relationships and engage with them on social and nurture these connections and comment on their content um don't pitch in dms but send them a quick little message in dm about some of the content that they've posted friendly light so you can start to become familiar to them but this is why we really hone in on niching down and it's one of the big strategies inside of the agency accelerator because if you're going to build a list and take all this time and go in depth and create these relationships you want to get the most value out of all that effort as possible which means you're leveraging those relationships to serve as many clients as you can so niching down is one of the fastest ways to build your reputation and make more money because you're going to command a higher retainer I can't stress this enough, it's so important. So you wanna be the best partner possible to your media contacts. Don't crowd their inbox, be respectful. Don't resp you know, respond right away. Don't let it drag out. Um, do not ever send irrelevant or inaccurate information. Trust a journalist to do their jobs and give them the space to do it. And um, always make sure that you're on top of, people are moving around all the time double triple check before you send a pitch that that person is still writing for that beat or writing at that publication or check and see if there's um anywhere else that they're writing for that could be a fit um we have a database we made it super affordable and actually when you join um the pitch lab for a year you get free access for a year to our our um community curated co-op database and i mention it because the editors and journalists in the database are all people our community have worked with personally and recommend um because they have they're pr friendly they want to hear from you so we include them in our database we have changes as they happen someone's on maternity leave someone leaves our community tells us when they get those out of office responses and we we update it I also made it super affordable, but it's also organized by um, by niche. So it's very easy to be like beauty and cosmetics and there's like your contacts in that tab. So, and it's not a gazillion like these other databases, but we also don't have like a bunch of irrelevant stuff that's not relevant, you know, that's useless to you. That's a perk of signing up for um, Pitch Lab for a year because you get that for free. And otherwise it's very affordable. It's like under 300 bucks. So, okay, number 10, number, number 10 is the most, 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 most number one important, especially, and I left it for 10 so that you would have to stick around here, but um, if you represent a brand with products, this is the number one thing you need to be considering 
from every level of engaging with a client, even on that very first call, when you're vetting a client to see if you wanna work with them, it's not just them seeing if you're right for them, you need to see if they're right for you. Every product-based client needs affiliate marketing and we need to help our clients make that happen. So number one trend on this list, it's absolutely crucial in the new year and beyond. Affiliate revenue opportunities used to be like a nice to have. Last year for holiday gift guides, we pitched it as like a side note, front and center now, non-negotiable. So you need to get them into affiliate marketing and you need to do it now. We as PR pros need to get our clients on the biggest platforms like Amazon, Walmart, Target, Nordstrom, Ulta, whatever they're selling, they have to find a way to offer it through these platforms. And if they're not on one of these, they can use a different like share a sale or some of these other um, platforms. We have done uh, two trainings inside of the pitch lab around affiliate marketing. We had a whole affiliate marketing training and then I had Bryce Gruber come in and talk to us all about affiliate marketing from a journalist perspective and what that means for us. So having no way for publications to earn revenue is going to jeopardize their future press success. Journalists and editors, they're less willing and also not usually likely able to showcase products that don't generate revenue for their publication. Their job is to generate revenue. And I've gone in depth in the pitch lab in that masterclass around what that means and how that affects you and how you navigate that for your clients. Uh, when I say product-based B2C, business to consumer, it's selling products, any way that there's a trackable, traceable link, or if they have it on their website, everybody needs to generate meet, uh, revenue through mentioning products. They're all tasked with this right now. So with affiliate marketing as PR pros, it's actually a bonus because we can see where sales and traffic are coming from. That's helpful too, you know, but you can use that data to shift your focus to um, any kind of um, affiliate programs that are getting the most traffic and reach consumers where they already are. So it's like, you know, um, thinking about affiliate revenue in um, your, your press strategy, there's, there's a whole bunch that goes into it. So if you um, are launching a product and you're not on Amazon, then you have to offer a pretty robust commission through your own website on share a sale and you are able to customize commissions for publishers because I think this is here to stay. I think it's so essential. And if you can marry the two of setting them up for affiliate revenue, that reaching out to publishers, vetting them through these platforms, giving them a high percentage, especially during maybe a launch month, like the first month, um, we've had insight into what our competitors are offering in terms of commissions and it's always really high during launch months and you can see everyone writing about it. So that's the little missing piece that everybody's taking advantage of right now. So we have really talked in depth. I, I am doubling, tripling down on this because I know how important it is because in my agency, 
representing brands right now, this is a make it or break it. We have had to fire clients because they didn't have um, enough of a solid affiliate marketing, affiliate revenue opportunity for media to earn revenue from their products. Either the cart transaction total was too low, they weren't on Amazon, they didn't have enough reviews on Amazon, their hero products weren't on Amazon, um, they weren't on any other affiliate platforms other than their own website, and the transaction was too low. So journalists were just like, meh, like could be the best product ever. It's not converting for us in terms of revenue. And so after a few months of really struggling and trying to guide them, we said, we're ready to, like, if you want to leave, we're totally fine with that. And they said, please try again. We'll give it one more month. And we got a little bit, but it's just not the same. It's just not the same. We have gotten, honest to God, like, I'm going to be honest, mediocre mass market products that have a cult following because of a very specific use case. Um, but the reviews are amazing. And if you are like in this group, this is your product. It totally works for you. The price point is good. You get to Amazon. The reviews are incredible. We have crushed it in terms of converting earned media because Amazon reviews are really good and high volume of Amazon reviews, four and five stars, and the price point is $20 or less. That is like a media dream come true. Um, and we talk all in depth in the Pitch Lab about why, how to understand this, how to navigate it. It's really important. So it's the place to be. This program is going to help you stay ahead of the game, help your clients be successful with your services, help you be successful as a PR pro. So this affiliate piece, you guys, if you're like, what are you talking about, Jen? You need to get in the pitch lab. And when I mention it, let me just tell you, this program is totally affordable. It's pay as you go. There's no commitment. It's 97 bucks a month. And if you join me for two months and you leave, promise you I won't be offended, but you're under $200 and you'll have access to the entire training on how to do PR just that roadmap training alone we used to sell for like twenty seven hundred dollars something like that and for two hundred dollars we completely revamped it targeted it at our pr community and um you get access to that so it's strategy to execution pr and also building lists and leveraging and pitching everything and then you get monthly execution plans but when i say stay for two months it's because you will get access to all of our master classes and for $200, I promise you that our affiliate marketing masterclass and our chat with Bryce Gruber worth the price and then some. So anyway, that's the trend report. Um, thank you all so much for being here. I'm so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to up-level your pitching skills so that you can provide stellar services to your clients, you should think about joining the Pitch Lab. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So the Pitch Lab is this awesome, incredible monthly membership experience where you will get the proven formula for crafting PR pitches that actually convert and get tons of strategic, 
timely pitch angles so you never run out of pitch ideas again. Oh, and you also get access to incredible monthly execution plans that save you hours of time and include irresistible pitch angles that the media cannot ignore. With relevant and timely strategies and topics for PR coverage during current events, holidays, monthly awareness observances, say that fast three times, seasonal events, and more, you'll be able to create PR content that makes your clients stand out, even if you are new to PR. So check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune into next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.